Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I am back. Rudrance for our Black and White Sports 2. We're going to talk some pro wrestling this morning. That's right. we got Bret Hart coming out and slamming John Moxley. Now, for full disclosure, John Moxley is my favorite thing going right now in professional wrestling. About the closest thing in persona... Uh, to Stone Cold Steve Austin, who is my all-time favorite. Um, I got to thinking, I was like, you know, if I'm going to do a Bret Hart video, I've got to kind of think about the, I don't want to say Mount Rushmore of uh, professional wrestlers, but I, I just thought, who are truly my goats, right? And then I was thinking about how different everybody's goats are would be in professional wrestling based on sort of your location, right? Um, growing up, we didn't see a lot of WWF down here in the 80s and in the uh, all the way until probably around 1996 when Raw really kind of started getting rolling. Um, and, of course, then, yes, uh, WWE took a, a, a life of its own and became my preferred... Um, company to consume back in the the mid into late nineties, early to, early to mid two thousands. But I got to thinking, I was like, you know, if we're going to talk about this, we're going to have to have a conversation before we get into it about goats of professional wrestling. Well, look, I did not want to narrow this down to four, so this is my top seven, and this is in no particular order so i don't have a number one i don't have a number two i know who my favorite are okay um because i can tell you i'm not a big hulk hogan guy at all wasn't when i was a kid a lot of people i'm sure in the northeast and in california places like that huge hulk hogan fans but i rarely saw hulk hogan growing up just to be quite honest uh so Look, in my in my professional wrestling, the GOATs of all time, I've got Bret Hart on here. I've got Shawn Michaels. i got Ric Flair. i got Hulk Hogan. i got The Undertaker. i got Stone Cold Steve Austin. And i got The Rock. Okay? Now, some of that is significance of business, right? And the impact on professional wrestling. Now, I, I started looking at a secondary list, right? I was like, who is in, like, Tier 2? And a lot of people would hear some of these names and be like, wait, what? But you got to understand, as a kid growing up in the South, down here, it was NWA slash uh, World Championship Wrestling. It was World Class Championship Wrestling out of Dallas, Channel 11, on, uh, I believe it was Saturday night. And that was every week. I watched that every Saturday night, World Class Championship Wrestling. And... Um, Mid-South slash UWF, right? 
And uh, so I got to looking at the second tier, and I think second tier would be a lot different based on what part of the country you're you're in and what it was you were able to consume. Mid-South was on. UWF was on. World Championship Wrestling slash NWA was on. And uh, that, that was sort of the things down here. All right? WWF, not so much. I can remember as a kid, it was... It was all over the place, trying to know exactly what week Saturday night main event was going to come on. Uh, never mind the fact that I, I probably didn't see a WrestleMania at all until the 90s. Uh, so there's that. There was WWF superstars, but that was a random catch for me as well, right? Uh, so anyway, uh, so my secondary list, Sting, Triple H, Dusty Rhodes. This is where things get a lot different. Uh, Kerry Von Erich, Kevin Von Erich, Michael P.S. Hayes. And you might be like, really? Docs Hendricks? Yeah, in the South. Michael P.S. Hayes was a legend down here. All right? I mean, the leader of the fabulous Freebirds. He was a legend. Terry Bam Bam Gordy. Uh, Dr. Dev Steve Williams. Uh, Nick, I, don't, I didn't want to leave out the AWA because I did watch some AWA on ESPN back in the day. Nick Bockwinkle. Uh, Kurt Henning was very significant. That's right. Mr. Perfect was was a massive thing in AWA. He was a world heavyweight champion. And uh, I can remember my, my dad and myself sitting down and watching a match between Nick Bockwinkle and Kurt Henning, and it's still one of the greatest professional wrestling matches I ever saw. Um, and a lot of people won't even know who Nick Bockwinkle is, which is kind of sad because... He's an all, all-time legend. He truly is. Uh, so I wanted to just briefly talk about that because I was like, if I'm doing a story involving Bret Hart, I think we got to talk about the significance of where Bret Hart is. And I personally think he's got to be in the GOAT category, the Tier 1 category. Uh, so this is uh, ringsidenews.com. And Bret Hart has come out and sort of shit on John Moxley here. And for full disclosure, I'm a bigger AEW fan than I am WWE. I like the more grounded nature of the program. It feels more like it feels more like uh, mid '90s through mid 2000s wrestling to me. And I think that's why they've got a very loyal fan base in the same way that they got a that ECW, which I was a big fan of, which is probably why. I, what John Moxley is doing doesn't bother me in any way. I don't love the flamboyant nature of the WWE now. Okay, I mean WrestleMania was was fun and we had a great time watching it, but I am marking the calendar so I can watch the AEW uh, pay per view. You know, WWE Hall of Famer Bret Hart has done a lot for the pro wrestling industry. But that does not mean fans agree with his opinion regarding the current pro foot, uh, pro wrestling product. My God, I said football. Hart is... It's uh, 6.39 a.m. I'm recording. Hart is outspoken for many reasons, and fans only get irritated when he used to share such opinions. It appears that Bret Hart is not a fan of John Moxley's current wrestling style and even advised fans to turn off all of his matches... That's not going to happen, Bret Hart. It's not happening. The purveyor of violence 
aptly lives up to his moniker as he usually dons a crimson mask during his matches. Look, I I could go without him bleeding all the time, but I seem to remember Stone Cold Steve Austin bleeding like a stuck pig against Bret Hart, right? Man, that was great. That, I mean, so good. However, this particular style hasn't been well received by a significant portion of his fan base and even pro wrestlers for that matter. There's been a lot of wrestlers coming out shitting on John Moxley lately. Too bad. He would always, if I was AEW, John Moxley. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And Chris Jericho, you know, if he'd have stayed, Cody Rhodes, there would be three or four or five guys that would be continuously in that AEW World Championship uh, vernacular. I mean, they would just stay in that lane. In fact, the former AEW World Champion was called out for bleeding too much during his matches. Even then, John Moxley previously made it clear that he liked stabbing people with sharp objects. Okay. I mean, you know, like I said, I was an AEW, uh, an ECW fan. So violence was sort of a thing. Man, I left Terry Funk off my list. I left Mick Foley off of there. Anyway, uh, while speaking with HN Live, Bret Hart was asked about the current state of wrestling. Bret Hart made it clear he's not a fan of modern day pro wrestling and used John Moxley to prove his point. Bret Hart then advised fans to turn off. Any matches that feature John Moxley. Quote, AEW has kind of gone in a bad direction. I think with all the violence and gore, I watched some episodes. You know, I watched Marta Hart do her big press conference for AEW here in Calgary. I'm watching AEW and I'm watching who used to be D- Dean Ambrose. That's right. John Moxley was Dean Ambrose over in WWE. Sticking a fork in somebody's head for like five minutes with a close-up on TV. This isn't wrestling either. I would recommend turning all of that off. I don't watch that stuff anymore. It's not very good. Wrestling is going in some bad directions because people don't know what wrestling is or wrestling was. Interestingly enough, Booker T believes there is room in AEW for John Moxley's constant bleeding. In this instance, there might be a lot of people who end up agreeing with what Bret Hart said. Regardless, John Moxley will wrestle the way he wants to, and that's unlikely to ever change. Goes on to ask, of course, this is their website, so they're asking their people what they think. So, I don't know. I'd be very interested in the comments section for you guys to say, where are you at on John Moxley? Look, do I think he should bleed? In every freaking match. No, I don't. Okay. But look, back in the day, there were some guys who foreheads, just the skin became so thin from blading so much that they would get busted open over nearly nothing. All right. Um, go look at Dusty Rhodes's forehead one day. You know, uh, just, just go take a look at it. Pretty, pretty wild stuff. Now, let's do the WWE Raw ratings, and 
after that sort of disastrous Raw episode that Vince McMahon was behind, and I have not watched it yet this week. I haven't. i got to confess. Uh, I'm sure I'll sit down, the three, um, the family, and watch Raw, maybe tonight. Um, despite being down, Raw was the top show on all of TV in the 18 to 49 demographic. That's almost always going to happen. But, man, it was down. It really was. Raw last night fell back to normal levels after giant numbers last week, averaging 1.82 million viewers, drawing a .59 rating in the 18 to 49 demographic. I mean, at this point, SmackDown just beating the hell out of Raw, okay? And a lot of that's got to do with the difference between free network television, which is Fox, right? ABC, Fox, CBS, and um, NBC, and uh, versus cable slash streaming, you know, which is USA Network. Raw was first on cable and was the highest rated show on all the television since the top network show, American Idol, did a point five six. The ratings pattern was notable because the first hour was unusually low. The second hour was way up, and then it fell for hour three. So the third hour was almost identical in viewers to the first hour and it was ahead in key demos that's that's not a great sign i mean look the way ratings work if you're on a television level and you're in the business they can actually see what segments got the best ratings okay literally like you know holy shit back in the day stone cold is is out here talking shit to Shawn michaels Obviously, back in the day, that would have done a massive rating for a particular segment. The Raw overrun rating, and, and they remember Raw used to overrun about two or three minutes, and that's when all the good shit really happened. It, it always got a big rating. On cable, Raw was first across the board. Second place was our boy Tucker Carlson. He did a .25 in the 18-49, to 49, less than half of Raw. Raw .40 in women, 18 to 49. Beat second place Summer House at .24. Never heard of it. Raw's .80 in men, 18 to 49. Beat second place Tucker Carlson and PTI that did a .30. Raw's .44 with 18 to 34. Beat Summer House at .13. Raw was ninth on cable and total viewers behind eight news shows. Raw was down from last week's post-WrestleMania edition of the show, but that was to be expected. It was down 20% viewers, down 22% in 18 to 49, down 24 in 18 to 34. Uh, so, and this were the three hours. Good God. 8 p.m., 1.76. Ugh. 9 p.m., 1.96. 10 p.m., 1.73, and I have not seen it yet, so I don't know what happened in that second hour that got such a substantial bump, but it got a considerable bump. So something or somebody came out during that time period. I'm sort of excited that I'm able to do these wrestling videos because I, I got to mention Michael P.S. Hayes in a video doing anything, right? And there'll be some old-school wrestling guys that come through here and be like, my God, this motherfucker just mentioned the fabulous Freebird. He mentioned Terry Bam Bam Gordy. Yeah. 
I still think it was the best pile driver in the business. I really did. Go watch. There's a couple of documentaries out there on Bam Bam. Man, what a mess. Bam Bam Gordy ended up. He wrestled in the WWE in the late 90s as a mask guy. I didn't even realize that. I, I, I mean, I'm like, are you shitting me? He was the executioner, I think it was. I was like, that was Bam Bam Gordy? Man, he got really messed up. He really did. Uh, so, anyway, it was wild. Dr. Death, Steve William, and Bam Bam Gordy feuding in UWF. So freaking awesome. I mean, it was so good. It truly was. So, I'm interested to see... I got a feeling some people today are probably irate with Bret Hart. Look, Bret Hart, every so often he comes out and he says something, and it usually is about the state of wrestling or somebody or whatever, and he's going to kind of poo-poo it. At this point, I just sort of ignore Bret Hart. Bret Hart was one of the greatest in-ring tacticians we've ever seen. Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart legendary shit truly all right tier two interesting would we dare put kevin nash and of course the legendary scott hall who by the way i went through wwe networks uh archive a a A awa wrestling is on there scott hall was all up in awa and Looking back, I was like, wow, I remember him, but he looked so different, <laughs> almost like, a, a, you know, back then, soap opera hair was kind of a thing, big hair uh, on a dude, and I was like, wow, sort of a Tom Selleck dude at 6'7", wild, truly wild. Go back and watch some AWA Shawn Michaels' debut. It was like, wow. I just watched that. Shawn Michaels' debut. debut. He had done independent circuit stuff, but AWA, there was a big three back in the day. NWA, AWA, and of course, WWF. And um, yeah, Shawn Michaels, very short haired. You know, it, it it was wild. Peace. I'm out. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. All the audio from all of our videos available on podcast. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.